You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based on 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, Now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. This is How to Win, and I'm so glad to have you with us today. Listen, leadership is a journey. And this is my leadership uh, edition of the How to Win. And I'm so thankful to you. And before we get into the lesson today, I want you to know I appreciate you taking this journey with me. And then tell somebody else, tell somebody else, because what we're attempting to do is to fill the void of leadership in society. We want to inspire and equip leaders to lead on a high level. So thank you so very much. I began a series entitled The Why Matters. This is our third episode, The Why Matters. Now, the theme of this series is walking in God's purpose for your life and in leadership. Walking in purpose in life and in your leadership. Now, each one of these lessons, we have a subtitle. Our series title is The Why Matters. Our subtopic is what we're dealing with in this specific episode. So our subtopic today is leading with purpose. Leading with purpose. These uh, podcasts are based off biblical principles. Years ago, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said that the word of God is the answer. I believe that the word of God is the answer for leadership too. So I'm basing these podcasts, these leadership lessons on biblical principles. Today, we're going to look at the Apostle Paul and his purpose, his call into ministry, what he was called to do. Paul's why, the why matters. Remember, we said that the why has to do with purpose and the what has to do with vision. In just a few more episodes, we're going to get into vision. We're going to get into the what, but we're talking about the why. Let's look at Acts 26, verse 16. Acts chapter 26, verse 16. It says, but rise and stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness, both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I will reveal to you. God, Jesus himself, appeared to Paul, who was Saul at that time before his name was changed. He appeared to Paul on the Damascus Road. And he says, because he fell off his horse, saw this big light. He said, I want you to stand up. Now, he, he fell off the horse. He said, I want you to rise, stand on your feet, and I have appeared unto you for this purpose. We're talking today about leading through purpose. Leading. Now, we've been talking about 
purpose on a personal level. Today, we're going to boil it down to leading on purpose, leading according to purpose. And we're going to also talk about organizational purpose. Now, listen, legendary football coach of the Green Bay Packers, Vince Lombardi said, success demands singleness of purpose. Success demands singleness of purpose. So leadership begins with purpose. Every small and every large organization is established for a reason. Your organization, your ministry, your church, your business was established or should have been established for a reason. Whether it's large, whether it's small, is established for a reason. And that reason equates to purpose. So the first and foremost job of every successful leader is to connect people, people in the organization, people in the business, people in the ministry. Your first responsibility as a leader is to connect those people to purpose. So allow me to give you a definition of Purpose-driven leadership. Purpose-driven leadership is when leaders prioritize their purpose and values over anything else when making decisions on behalf of the business. Purpose-driven leadership is when leaders prioritize <clears throat> prioritize their purpose and values over anything else when making decisions on behalf of the business. Now, I want you to think of the Apostle Paul leading an organization. Think of him leading a business. Now, what was his purpose? The Apostle Paul's purpose, according to Scripture, was to bring the Gentiles to God. To bring the Gentiles to God. Romans 15, verse 18, in the New Living Translation, bringing the Gentiles to God was the Apostle Paul's why. The why matters. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why? The why matters. Verse 18 says, yet I dare not boast, Paul is speaking, yet I, I dare not boast about anything except what Christ has done through me. To bring the Gentiles to God by my message and by the way I work among them. Now notice here, there's clarity in this verse about purpose. Paul said that my purpose, my why, 
was to bring the Gentiles to God. So what is your purpose? What is your purpose as a leader? Maybe you're in the fivefold ministry. You're a church leader. You're an apostle. You're a prophet. You're an evangelist. You're a pastor or teacher. So what is your purpose? Okay, you're an apostle. Granted, God called you to that. What's your purpose? What's your why? You're a prophet. Great. Okay, I hear you. But what's your why? You're an evangelist. Great. God called you to do that. What's your purpose? What's your why? You're a pastor. You, you pastor a congregation. You pastor a group of people, whether large or small. But what's your purpose? What's your, what's your why? You're a teacher. What's your why? Maybe you're an assistant. Maybe you're an assistant pastor, assistant leader, assistant. Maybe you're on the senior leadership team. What's your why? The why matters. Maybe you operate outside of the church. Maybe you're a business leader. Maybe you're a military leader. Maybe you're a political leader. Maybe you're a leader in education. Maybe you're a teacher or you're, uh, you are a principal. What's your why? Talking to you as a leader. Maybe you're a leader in industry. What is your why? Maybe you're a stay-at-home wife and mother. Okay, what's your why? Why are you there? Why? Why matters? Why are you staying at home? Do you have clarity on why you're leading, why you're doing what you're doing? Now, once you have clarity, it's just important to stay in your lane. Now, the problem is many leaders don't have clarity concerning their why. So they're all over the place. You know, they're just doing all kinds of things because they don't understand their why. When you understand your why, you, 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 you can stay and you should stay in your lane because that's where your success and where your fulfillment is going to be. Now, listen carefully. Paul understood this. Yet there were times he, he missed it, but he, he had a grasp on it because in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, in the New Living Translation, he says, but we will not boast of authority we do not have. Our goal is to stay within the boundaries of God's plan for us. Stay within the boundaries. Stay within your lane. Stay in the boundaries of God's plan for us. And this plan includes our working there with you. Now, I pastored a, a, a couple of churches for 42 years and eight months, okay? Balance of my pastor within one church, Faith Chapel, for 41 years, over above 41 years. Now, I understood at that time why my why. My why was to pastor this local church family. And I, I felt that that was my why. So I didn't do a lot. Now, when I say this, please don't judge somebody else. Please don't. I'm just sharing. I felt like that's what I was supposed to be doing. And because that's what I was supposed to be doing, I very rarely 
miss church. I very rarely uh, ministered on Sunday at someone else's church. In fact, I didn't do a lot of, do a lot of traveling at all. Now I'm not saying it's wrong for pastors to do it. I'm not saying it's wrong because some pastors are called to do it and they're called to do multiple things. But I don't think that's the case for most pastors. I really don't. That's my personal opinion. I think we're called and that's our why. And I think it's so very important if we're going to be successful to stay in our lane. We see in scripture that whenever Paul stepped outside of bringing the Gentiles to God and was trying to win the Jews, there were times he tried to make the Jews his primary goal and he just got into so much trouble. But whenever he stayed within his God-given purpose, bringing the Gentiles to God, and the parameters of that purpose, he was extremely successful. Now, listen to him in Acts 18, the 18th chapter, verse 6. But when they opposed him and blasphemed, he, referring to Paul, <clears throat> shook his garments and said to them, Jews, your blood be upon your own heads. I'm clean. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Well, that was the purpose anyway. Really, God wasn't calling Paul to the Jews. He called Peter, Galatians tells us, to the Jews. He called Paul to bring the Gentiles to God. He got into trouble because he was outside of his lane. He said, now, since y'all won't listen, I'm from now on, I'm going to go to the Gentile. Well, he should have been doing that in the beginning. Should have been. We're talking about leading through your purpose, discovering your why, and then lead through your purpose. Make your decisions and your actions to align with your purpose, what you're called to do and stay in your lane. Come on, say that. Stay in your lane. I don't believe God calls us to do everything. I just don't believe that. I don't believe you're a jack of all trades. Now, you may have talents and you may have abilities, and I know you can do uh, several things. I know you multitask, but, you know, a lot of times we're doing a lot of stuff and we're not doing anything well. We're not excellent at anything because we are just all over the place. We need to start leading through our purpose. Now, that's our personal leadership. What about our organizations? What about our ministry? What about our business? What about our organizations, our institutions? We should have and stay in our lanes when it comes to organizational purpose organizational purpose. Now, I'm not talking personally now. Organizational purpose. Now, listen at this. What is organizational purpose? What is it? I'll give you two definitions. Organizational purpose is the why of your organization. It is the why uh, of your business. It is the fundamental reason why you exist. That's organizational purpose. 
the fundamental reason why your church exists, why your business exists, why your organization, why your ministry exists. Organizational purpose is the why of the organization, the fundamental reason why the organization exists. Secondly, organization organizational purpose is the why of what people are doing in the organization, the why. And I think it's so very important. And this becomes much easier if you begin to do this early. Talk to the people under you. Find out, do they know why they're doing what they're doing? Talk about the why. Talk about the purpose. Talk about the organizational purpose. And then talk about the individuals, what they're doing. When we begin to establish Mike Moore Ministry, that's been my number one thing right now, is that the team, and it's a small group of us, understand why we are doing what we're doing. What is our purpose? And then individually, and I'm walking through, what is your purpose? What are you bringing to the table? Why? The why. The why. The people need to know the why they're doing what they're doing. For example, Google has a purpose. Google. Google's purpose is to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. I'll give you their purpose. Google's purpose. The fundamental reason for Google's existence is to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. And that fits our first de definition of organizational purpose, the why of the organization, the fundamental reason why the organization exists, and the fundamental reason why Google exists is to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. NASA Space Center's purpose in the 1960s was to put a man on the moon. That was the purpose. In the early 1960s, that purpose, and everybody knew our purpose is to put a man on the moon. And that fits our second definition of organizational purpose, the why of what people are doing in the organization. I'm telling you, this is so very important because often, often people are in organizations, in business, in churches, in ministries, and have no idea of the why of the church, the ministry, business, organization, the why of what they're doing, they have no idea. So why is it important? Let's, let's con conclude this episode by talking why is organizational purpose important? 
I'm going to give you a proof text, and I want you to listen to it because it's very interesting. The Apostle Paul had a ministry team, a ministry team. Now, we know that his purpose was to bring the Gentiles to God. We know that. But it's important for the team to know that. The team needs to know that this is what we're doing. We're bringing the Gentiles to God. And he was a master at that. The Apostle Paul was a master at that. Now, he would slip over trying to win the Jews because he had this affinity and this love for his people. But for the most part, he knew what his assignment was. And he said, I don't go outside the, the spiritual jurisdiction. That's what he's talking about over 2 Corinthians chapter 10. We talk, I, I don't go beyond my limits. Uh, I don't go outside of my limits. He understood spiritual jurisdiction. He understood that. But he had, when you look at the epistles and you look at the end of those letters that he wrote, he will often recognize, think, and mention members of his team. And he would call out this name and this name and this name. Well, in Romans 16, verse 3 through 4, he mentions two members of his team. Listen what he says. This is at the end of the letter to the Romans. Greet Priscilla... And Aquila, this is a husband and wife member of Paul's team. They were calling ministry, but there was a husband and wife, Aquila and Priscilla, and they were uh, members of Paul's apostolic team. Now listen to this. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ, who risk, now follow me, who risk their own necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Now notice that all the churches of the Gentiles were thankful for Aquila and Priscilla. That very text lets me know that not only did the Apostle Paul know what the purpose was to bring the Gentiles to God, but his ministry team knew because the Bible says that they risked their life, they risked their neck, and they were actually on this team to bring the Gentiles to God. That's organizational purpose. Now listen at this. When purpose, organizational purpose is activated. And when it is embedded across the organization, now follow me, organizational purpose, the why of your existence, the fundamental reason why your business exists, that why needs to be embedded and activated across the whole organization. In other words, the organizational purpose should be embedded and activated by the people. It should be embedded in the culture. 
It should be embedded in the strategy, in the operations, in the branding, in the communication. It should be embedded, that purpose, that why, should be embedded across the organization. And when it is embedded across the organization, you don't have one department over here in this other department, this department, and just a bunch of silos doing their own thing. No, when this organizational purpose, this why is embedded and activated across the organization, four major things will happen, four major things. Number one, it will foster alignment across the organization. You will have alignment across the organization. Now, different departments, different areas may be working on specific things, but the why is across the board. The why, the purpose is across the board. Without purpose, individuals, teams, and departments get off track. I came out of the church world, okay? So I can speak to pastors and speak to churches. When the purpose is not embedded in the organization, in the local church, the why we're doing, all of us are doing what we're doing, then you will have departments competing with each other and you'll have silos. And in essence, you'll have little churches within the church. Okay, but when this organizational purpose, the why we're doing what we're doing, the why we exist, everybody has it, then it will foster alignment across the organization. Number two, it will enable leaders and followers to make decisions in unison. We may be working on different things, but we got this underlining purpose. We got this purpose that we're all working together. So we're going to be making decisions in unison. We're not going to be having different worlds. We won't have a divisive thing where these are competing with this and this trying to up this one and up that one. No, leaders across the board, even though they're in different areas, will be making decisions in unison. Number three, number three, when when organizational purpose is embedded and activated across the organization, it will anchor the organization, everybody be anchored, and it creates a sense of urgency. A, a sense of urgency. We know what we're doing. We know what we're trying to uh, do. And, it, and, and now the competition is removed out. We have a sense of urgency. And especially if it's kingdom related, we know we want to glorify God. We're not trying to be a big I and a big you. We're not trying to do that. And then fourthly, finally, when there's organizational purpose embedded and activated, it will create a sense of meaningfulness, a sense of meaningfulness. In other words, when followers, workers, employees feel that their job is meaningful and purpose helps people to feel that what they're doing is meaningful, then they will exhibit greater job performance, commitment, and engagement.
greater job performance is always connected to purpose. Commitment is always connected to purpose. I mentioned earlier that if I had not known my purpose as a pastor and that local church that I was pastoring, I would have quit a thousand times because purpose is connected to commitment, but it's also connected to engagement. It's hard for people to be highly engaged in what they don't understand. They have no knowledge of our purpose. Listen, we're not finished. We're almost there. This is a short series, but I got one more episode that I'm going to I'm going to share with you. And our next episode, we're going to talk about potential, the offspring of purpose. Potential is the offspring of purpose. Now, listen, you don't have to get everything that is said in a, a lesson, but I learned this many, many years ago that one word can change your life. One revelation, one insight can change your life. I trust that this series on the why matters. And if you go back and listen to it and meditate on it, like Paul said to Timothy, consider what I say and the Lord will give you understanding. In other words, she was saying, Timothy, now go back, listen to what I've wrote you, meditate on it, and the Lord is going to give you even more clarity and understanding. That's the way these podcasts are. If you're listening, and I know you're listening, I know you're taking the journey with me, but if you'll go back and meditate and think about it, I'm, I'm convinced the Holy Spirit is going to give you greater wisdom, greater insight on what has been said. Thank you again for taking the journey with me. This uh, concludes this episode. I look forward to seeing you next time. Pray you have a great week.